Welcome to Career and Leadership Real Talk, the no-nonsense guide for ambitious managers who want to have more impact and progress their career. I'm Pamela Langan, a job search coach and expert CV writer specialising in helping frustrated professionals land the jobs and pay rises they know they deserve. And I'm Jackie Jagger, a leadership and mindset coach specialising in helping newly promoted and new to role leaders to avoid the dickhead trap and lead with confidence. Between us, we've helped hundreds of leaders and managers to find new roles, take ownership of their careers, and handle the challenges that job searches and leadership responsibility inevitably bring. And now we're joining forces to share with you what we know has worked for our clients. Hello and welcome to episode nine. Today we are talking about something that you will probably have experienced more than once in your career and that is what to do when you're thrown in at the deep end. I think we're going to get stuck into this aren't we now and we were just having a chat before we came on and there's quite a few different scenarios about how and when you could get thrown in at the deep end. So I'll let you start us off Jackie. Yeah, it's interesting. When we were preparing for today's episode, there was that element of, okay, so what are the times when, you know, we know that this is something that our clients experience. We know that it's something that people need support with. When are the times that it happens? And there are so many. So for a lot of my clients, there will be times where they've been promoted or they've been recruited new into a role. And it could be that That role has been newly created, for example, in a promotion, and therefore the work has expanded and there's more resource needed. And then that new role has been created. So issues have been backing up. It can be that there's been a vacancy. So if they've been recruited and then serve in notice and then they're going new into a role, that person has been needed for a period of time. And there's been somebody hopefully at the helm trying to hold the fort, but maybe not tackling things. So again, there can be a bit of a backlog of issues. But it can also happen when people have career breaks, so maternity leave and going back in. It can happen just generally when you start a new job. There might not have been a gap. You might go straight in, but the culture or the way that organization is set up, there's a lot that gets thrown at you. It can be if you've been off because you've been off for a period of sickness. So, yeah, there's so many different times. And then equally, it can be where you just take on a piece of work and you're facing something for the first time, maybe you take over a project or you put your hand up for something and agree that you're going to do it. So all of those situations can leave you with that feeling of, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into here? And like you say, (laughs) people will experience that at least once in their career, if not multiple times. Yeah. And I suppose as well, we often hear, don't we, that it's a good thing being thrown in at the deep end. Um, I know I've got my view on that. (laughs) And I suppose we're led to believe that when we're thrown in at the deep end, it's a great opportunity to learn and to grow and to get stuck in faster than you would usually. But if you've not got the right support, then thrown in at the deep end can result in a whole load of issues that will come up, whether that's general stress and anxiety around the job to actually not being able to perform and as you say there are so many different scenarios that you can find yourself in and it's hard to work out really is it ever a good thing can we learn and grow from being thrown in at the deep end and I think the answer to that is probably sometimes at least that will be my answer to that so 
sink or swim is not the most useful management approach. It's not a leadership (laughs) approach that I would advocate. I would always suggest having a combination of challenge and support. So challenge people, but with the right support. Having said that, there's definitely been times in my career where I was in the deep end, where my boss didn't have the time to handhold or didn't have the capacity or didn't have the knowledge to be able to give me step by step. This is what you need to do or the level of support I might have wanted. And for me, on the whole, that worked out quite well. So I was quite fortunate. And I think that's probably some of what we'll unpack here is that without necessarily knowing, I think some of the strategies that I adopted worked for me in those kinds of scenarios. And I think that's something that people can take. And there are certainly ways that you can support yourself to be able to cope with that situation and to be able to learn. Does that mean that it's okay for that to happen? No, it doesn't. But the reality is that it will. We're not going to stop it from happening (laughs) out there in corporate land. So if people can handle it, then that's great if they've got strategies to be able to approach it. Yeah, because I suppose you either handle it or you drown in it, don't you? And I think a lot of my clients, I see them coming to me for job search support because they're drowning in being thrown in at, in at the deep end and they've had that sink or swim and they're sinking they can't cope anymore they just want out of that situation and sometimes it's just a case of just taking a breath isn't it and just figuring out what do I need to do do I need to just leap out of this position and potentially into another the similar situation every new job you start at essentially you are going in at the deep end because while you've got essentially what is the right skill set you're always putting yourself in that position aren't you where there's going to be new stuff to learn it's there's always going to be that learning curve and it is that that sink or swim isn't it mentality so it, if you can just stop for a minute and think okay what actually do I need to do what support do I need in this situation but It's almost one of those things, isn't it? You don't know what you don't know. And when you're in that situation, it's hard to know what you do need and what support you do need. And I think most people just get their heads down and keep working and never come up for air. That's what I've found anyway. Definitely. And I think what's important that I would say is for people that are in that situation, one of the really damaging consequences when people are in the deep end and they struggle is that they see that as a reflection on them and they lose confidence. And that's part of why I'm so passionate about working with people that are new into their leadership roles, because it's such a vulnerable time. You're trying to figure out what you need to know, who you need to build relationships, how you need to go about doing this job. And that is a time where it's really crucial to get as much support as you need. And if you don't get that, that's a reflection that hasn't been provided. It's not normally a reflection on you. And it's great when companies do invest and do support people, whether that be because they have great leaders and those leaders support, whether they invest in external support and bring someone like me in, but not every company will do that. And if that situation is too much, that isn't necessarily a reflection on you. And I think it's really important to say that because I've seen so many brilliant people get a new job and I'm sure you have as well in your work either get a promotion get a new role and the your first few weeks they're buzzing it's going really well and then they just hit a wall their confidence gets shattered and that's 
not a reflection on what you're capable of. Just because that situation is throwing you in the deep end and chewed you up and spat you out doesn't mean that you have any less value. Doesn't mean you can have lost what you're able to contribute. And I think that's really important message for people that are in that situation to hear. Yeah, and it is at any time where you know where it's feeling tough. It is a it, it's a good opportunity to just stop and take stock of what's going on and just remind yourself of why you were thrown in that position because somebody thought that you would be able to handle that. You know that person maybe thought they'd be able to provide support at the start and maybe they haven't now but that doesn't mean that you can't still ask for that support that doesn't mean that you can't just stop and say okay I'm just going to spend an hour just thinking about what I need to do to move forward because the more you kind of find yourself almost flailing around trying to get your head above water that's the time where your confidence really starts to take a knock that's a time where you're kind of thinking I can't do this or or I'm not good enough to be doing this because I should be further ahead and all of that stuff starts popping in and actually sometimes just by taking stock and just thinking I've been thrown in at the deep end I accept that but what support do I need and who do I need to ask for that support if your manager is not being supportive then it's who else is that depending on what situation you're in at work you know who else could provide that support or actually is it somebody externally like what you were saying with your leadership academy that's a perfect opportunity for newly promoted leaders to get that support that maybe they can't get from work because they don't want people to know the areas that they're lacking in they can't ask other people for support because they're seen as they should be already working at a certain level and it's really hard isn't it and especially when you are a newly promoted leader, you don't want to be seen to not have all the answers, to not be able to to lead, you know, in a way that motivates and, you know, is creating that high-performing team and everything. And sometimes you do just need that little bit of external support, somebody that you don't work with, somebody that has got experience that can give you that guidance and help you figure out what it is that you need to do next. Because sometimes it's just like, what do I do next? There's so many things. It's so overwhelming. And it's like, what do I need to do? How do I prioritize it? Because I think when you get stressed, some of those simple things that you would do, like prioritizing and setting boundaries, it kind of goes out the window because you're just in that stress response. You're setting off the neuroscience geek in me now. Um, (laughs) And it's, but it is, it is true. When we're operating under stress, the impact on your brain is that the emotional element of, so there's two things that come into play. So one, when you are feeling fearful, stressed, worried about whether you can cope, then when emotion is high, that can literally shut down the rational working part of your brain. And that can make it really hard to make good decisions, to exercise good judgment, because your brain is functioning from that place of fear, anxiety, worry. The other thing that can happen alongside that is that when you are operating with that continued exposure to stress, you're constantly wearing down the energy because your brain function is one of the biggest uses of energy and essentially it's kind of if you think of it like a battery you know when a battery is low on charge effectively that's what you're doing you're depleting 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 unless you can get yourself to a situation and a way to actually put some charge back in then that situation is not going to resolve itself and that's where you see 
those signs of burnout, where you see those signs of just emotional and adrenal fatigue that is so common for people to experience when they're having that situation, when they're kind of constantly just feel like you're fighting a losing battle. So have you got a personal experience then to share of when you've felt that you've been thrown in the deep end and what worked for you to be able to work through it? Yeah, definitely. I've probably got hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of examples, but one specific one would be when I moved into more of a change role. So I've come from a senior management position, but then I'm thrown in to a situation where all of a sudden I'm expected to understand the project life cycle and how business analysis works and all of the all of this good stuff that goes with change and because I was in that senior position I was expected to have all of those answers but I'd not yet been on any of the courses you know they'd spotted something in me they wanted to move me over into that role but they hadn't given me the support and the training that I needed at the start so I was thrown in given a project and I honestly didn't know where to start, but it was like, right now we need the status updates. Oh, and by the way, you need to create your status update. So it's not just you've got to do the status update. You need to create like a dashboard. You need to do all of this stuff. And I was like, well, I've never needed to do that before. And it was almost like, so I was kind of, I was working all kinds of hours. I was going home. I was logging back onto my laptop. And in the end, at the time we weren't married, but my fiance at the time, he's not my husband, was saying to me, you can't keep working this many hours. Why do you need to work this many hours? And I was like, because I've got to learn and I've got to do the job as well. So he was like that. You're literally not getting five minutes. You're coming home from work. You're not even eating properly. You're getting back on your laptop. Then you're going to bed and you're up and out early. You know, you're going to burn out. Anyway, that that continued for a while. And then it, it was when I got to the point of like almost burnout. And it was when I seen my mum had took a picture of me at a family gathering and I looked absolutely shattered and I had makeup on and everything. So I thought I looked all right, but the picture showed otherwise. And I was like, something has got to change. And that is when I literally took, went in on the Monday morning and took the whole of Monday morning to work out what I needed to do, what I needed to learn, what I needed support with, what I needed to do next, really. I just needed to create a plan rather than trying to do everything and just trying to blast through this to-do list that I had just building and building and building. You know, it just felt like it was never ending. So I moved away from the to-do list and just blocked out periods of time where I'd focus on different things. And part of that focus was time to learn, Um, you know, booking in meetings with my manager as well to just say to him, this is where I'm up to and this is the support I need from you as well because I'd avoided meeting with him because I didn't want him to know that I wasn't on top of things, but I was never going to be on top of things because I didn't know what really I should have been on top of. So just kind of taking that morning out to just take a breath and just say it stops now and the world's not going to stop spinning because I'm just having a few hours to to plan and figure out what I need and then on the back of that I was able to ask for the support I was able to book in to the training courses that I needed I was able to speak to a few stakeholders who were able to explain more in depth about the projects and the changes I was delivering for me to understand them and from that point on anything that I was allocated I wouldn't start working on it until I fully understood what was going on and what support I was likely to need. Obviously, as you go through, there's always something else, but it was always that initial part where I was like, what is the expectation? What are the time scales? 
what are your personal expectations? You're not just what the business expects me to deliver, you know, from my manager's point of view and making sure that I understood that so I could work backwards and make sure I had the right support or the right resource allocated to me as well. I think I was doing the job of about three people before I took stock and was like, I need to start and ask for that resource. And I asked for the resource. I was given the resource and it was as simple as that. I asked to go on the training courses. I was given a code to book the training courses. So it was almost like I, I was a barrier to my own success. I just needed to figure out what I needed. I asked for it. I got it. It was as simple as that. It's not always that simple. I know but in that situation it was just about me understanding or figuring out what I thought I needed and asking for it and I think I would unpack a few bits from what you've shared within that story because I think there's some real real great nuggets for people that are in that situation so one is when you felt thrown in the deep end lacking in knowledge and lacking in capacity the initial response, which I think is so common, was to try and work your way through it. Do yeah. more hours, work harder, work longer, keep going and feel like by doing that, eventually things will start to figure themselves out. And that rarely works. When you feel overwhelmed, the, it's a sign of too much. <laughs> yeah. Working harder is not the way to resolve overwhelm. So when you least feel that you have it, is the time that you most need time to think and to plan. So in yeah. creating that for yourself, and like you said, it was half an hour on a Monday morning. It wasn't a case of that you had to go away for two weeks on a retreat and spend time chanting or anything like that. <laughs> you spent half yeah. a day of getting your head in a good place and understanding what actually needs to happen here. So I think the first thing that I just wanted to unpick was that bit about the need to have the antidote to overwhelm, which is to pause. And that does feel counterintuitive when you've got a million and one things on your plate. It's normal reaction is keep on trying to work yourself through. It doesn't work. So stop sooner rather than later. I think the other thing that I would pick out was that element you were describing, which I think is so common of feeling really uncomfortable asking for help and support in the initial stage feeling like you should know this you've been promoted you've been given this job you've been trusted to do it so there can be a tendency to feel like you should have the answers and you shouldn't need help and support when in reality it was really obvious the way that you described it there of oh I realized that I needed the courses and I needed to know this and I needed to set up my reporting structure and once you had that time and space and then you knew what support and resource you needed then you could ask for it and I think people sometimes work out that they need it but still feel hesitant to ask for it because it yeah. feels like an admission of failure or not being good enough so I think that aspect is really important one additional point that I think I would add to what you've shared is the importance of being really specific. And I think you alluded to that when you started talking about breaking things down. And I think, again, it's very easy when you've been thrown in the deep end and everything feels too much to just feel this kind of overarching sense of stress, anxiety, unease. And when you're in that place, it's really hard to come up with solutions because what you're focusing on is that big situation 
rather than the specifics. And when yeah. you start to break it down into the individual specifics, you'll often find that some of them you have got solutions for. They're not that different to things that you might have tackled. So I think that bit is really crucial that once, as soon as you start to get specific about the problem you want to solve, your brain's like, ah, okay, here's a solution for you. Yeah. And that's how, that is how it works, isn't it? It's it's almost like magic sometimes, isn't it? You know, when you go, this is the problem. And because your brain will try to find a solution, but when you're scrabbling around in all the problems and you're not thinking about something specific and everything's getting on top of you, I suppose your brain just goes haywire and who mind does in that situation. And then as soon as you just go, right, stop. And it's almost like you have to be really firm with yourself and be like, stop. I need to stop. I need to think, what do I need? And sometimes, as you say, you don't always know in that minute what you need. But as soon as you start exploring it, it becomes clear. Like you can guarantee it's almost like if you just write the problem that you're having at the top of a blank page and start thinking of the solution, you'll fill that page within about 10 minutes and, you know, a solution will pop in. And you don't necessarily always need the solution either. I think one of the bits that you were talking about of looking externally. So when I've been in that situation where I felt thrown in the deep end, so I promoted in my late twenties and took on this responsibility for a senior role with a lot of direct and indirect reports. And there was stuff that I kind of knew a reasonable amount about, but overall it just felt like, my God, how did this parallel universe, how have I ended up here? And so I definitely at times in that role felt out of my depth. And one of the things that was really beneficial for my confidence was talking to people outside of the situation. Because when you're in the situation, you have this feeling that you should know more, you should have more answers, you should be further along than you are. And when you speak to people outside of the situation, there's two things that you can get. So one is they're looking at you and going, my God, you really know what you're talking about. And they reflect back what they experience of you, which is often very different to that kind of internal wrangle with your own confidence. But also there will be people who will be in, I don't know, maybe friends that are a similar point in their career, but in different businesses or people who you've worked with in the past, who've gone on to somewhere else. And when you speak to people that are, or have been in that situation and are now removed from that situation, very often they will be able to give you some real simple shortcuts. You'll kick yourself that you hadn't even thought of them. And that was certainly my experience. Yeah, exactly. And it is just, it's just asking the right questions, isn't it? So is there anything that you think is particularly useful for certain situations? So you've talked about a situation where you were promoted Do you think it's the same or different when people are thrown in the deep end in different ways? For example, if somebody is in the same role and picks up a new responsibility rather than being promoted, is that the same strategies or is it different? I think if you're in a role and you're picking up additional responsibilities, I think that's a slightly different situation because what you'll find is you're already doing 
one job role, you're not going to be getting paid any extra. You're in that same position, but then you're expected to pick up additional work and it's not always work that you can just hit the ground running with. So there's an element of needing to learn while still keeping everything else that you were doing going. And it's almost trying to spin all the plates, isn't it? And take on this new thing that, you know, maybe you're not 100% sure of how to deliver And then you find yourself in a situation whereby, you know, questioning yourself, like, why can't I get all of this work done? Why, why shouldn't I be able to just do it alongside everything else? And I think in that situation, you need to really, it's more important than ever to kind of stop and think, okay, hold on a minute, because I'm already working X amount of hours per week, delivering the other things that I was originally recruited into that role for. And now I'm picking up additional things and that is a time where you have to assess actually is this work mine does it actually need to sit somewhere else or is it something that I can use to progress because sometimes when you're thrown in at the deep end you know it is an ideal opportunity to learn and to grow so you can use it to your advantage but if it's just going to be putting additional pressure and stress onto you and there's no real benefit then you know you need to be asking yourself is the benefit of this what am I going to learn from it and if there isn't anything and it is just going to cause additional stress then it's almost like you need to start thinking about speaking to your manager maybe pushing back asking for resource asking for the support that you need in a slightly different way because it's a different type of pressure to when you're new into a role totally agree when you're going into a role often the feeling of being in the deep end is because you lack all of the knowledge and understanding that you need of that situation that context those people that business whatever it may be whereas when you take on additional responsibilities. And I think, again, this can be a situation where people inadvertently fall into the trap of they take on more and they're ambitious and they want to progress. And they're, yeah, I know that I can do that. I know I can deliver on that. So I'll gladly take that on. And they think about what else they're taking on. But what they don't think about is what am I going to not do or do less of? How am I going to create the capacity to do this and do it well. And when you have new responsibilities, you have to evaluate your whole workload and reconsider how best to organize yourself, organize your team, organize resources. Are the things that have been being done that don't need to be done? Are the things that you need to train or support somebody else to be able to do or deliver on your behalf? And in an ideal world, you want to be doing that on an ongoing basis so that you're creating capacity so that when the right opportunities come up, you can be in the frame and say, yes, I'll take that. Let me take that on. But if that hasn't been the case, then you definitely need to do it at the point that whether you willingly ask for that opportunity because you're ambitious and you want to show what you're made of or whether that is thrust upon you because of the circumstances, it's just so important to figure out what you're going to say no to in order to be able to say yes to the new roles and responsibilities that you're taking on is there any kind of final points then that you want to cover before we wrap up hopefully there's been some kind of practical points that have come out already is there anything extra I think the main thing is for me if you are feeling out of your depth if you are starting to if that's starting to make you think I need to get out of this position I need to get out of this company if you're starting to feel like that it is just a really good time 
to just stop and just think about what is going on? What is causing you to feel like this? Is it because there's lack of resource or is it because I I need to pick something up because maybe it's a new thing or it's a project that needs delivering or whatever it is. And it's just about really asking yourself those questions when you're feeling out of your depth, you know, what is going on for me? And also just clearly leaning into how it is making you feel because sometimes you'll feel stressed and anxious and you'll feel tired and burnt out before you actually realize that it's the work that's causing it you feel those physical and emotional effects and then you start or people will start noticing it and think oh you're a little bit snappy lately or you've been a bit miserable lately and sometimes you're so stuck into the day-to-day that you just don't realize I think that would be like my top tip because I definitely think you feel it before you realize it Definitely. And I've, I certainly recognize that I have been there and and hindsight's a wonderful thing, but at the time it is, like you say, it's often those other things that you notice, the tiredness, how you're more emotional than normal or more snappy than normal. And those kinds of symptoms, it's worth understanding, okay, what's causing this, what's going on. I think probably the other thing that I would add is that it's what can be really useful to help you feel back in control is to really figure that plan through and take ownership of bringing that to your boss. You can really kind of prove your worth in that situation by taking ownership of showing the initiative and going to your boss and saying, this is the situation. This is what I've identified. This is as far as I've got. You don't have to have it all detailed and every single thing. But what that really can do is turn that around from a situation that can be really damaging to your confidence to one where your boss is, oh my God, actually, I hadn't realized quite how much I was asking or yeah, that's really fair. And where you make it easy for them to feel more comfortable and more confident that even when you don't have all the answers, you have a process and you're taking ownership of finding the answers. And I think that then in turn can almost turn that cycle round and help you to, when you can see that your boss's confidence is starting to increase, then that can be really helpful if your confidence has been knocked for you to feel like, yeah, they get it. They understand and they are starting to feel more confident. So then that gives you a bit more confidence in yourself as well. So that brings us to the end for today's episode. If you are in that situation where you have been thrown in the deep end and you need some support, then if you've decided that support is about finding a new role, then Pam is on hand and her contact details will be in the show notes. And Pam can help with your finding a CV, creating a job search strategy and finding a role where you might feel less like that. If you want help with actually creating a plan and getting up to speed, whether that be in a new role or in a role where you've taken on some additional responsibilities, then I offer individual power hours where we can work through some of that in depth. And again, those details will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We have loved being with you. We've got a corker of an episode next time, which is on how not to have shit meetings. So we are really looking forward to that one. If you have enjoyed, then as ever, we would love it if you would give us a rating and review, whether that be on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will look forward to catching you on the next episode.